warning. <clears throat> oh shit! I didn't prepare for that. You clear that throat? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Warning! Black alert, people. This is the Potty Mouth Podcast, and if you don't like curse words or mature, random, weird references, don't listen. Listener discretion is advised. If you're looking for a recipe for chia seed pudding, if you're looking for me to have my shit together to do this portion because I forgot. <laughs> How about the mailing address for your local congressperson? You could probably Google that. Or if you're looking for a little podcast that might make you smile a little bit and do a little bit of an eye. Oh, wait, no, wait, no, this is the podcast then. Oh. For you. If, if you're, you're looking, looking for a for, boring podcast. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was not prepared for this. Part. That's okay. This is... This is the podcast for everyone. Let's just, <laughs> this is, we're doing just it. Expect it. Yeah. I'm Sarah. That's Haley. And we are both here to talk to you today about so much crap that's both Star Trek and not Star Trek related. So grab a drink and unwind with Rewind. Do you know why we started singing Law and Order SVU theme song for? I think it was listener discretion is advised. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't wait for April first. The crossover oh, I've been waiting for for ten years. Are you sure that it's not a GD April Fool's prank? I'm pretty sure because um, it'll be at night on Twitter, and I saw the um, the moment like the the scene when she hears his voice and turns and she's like Elliot oh god I love them together Ah!" did they ever get together I can't remember no oh my god very Mulder and Scully I know but they did get together yeah it was not as good as I'd hoped yeah and then he then he went to California and he was on that show Californication that is correct he got with some people on that show oh boy that's what I heard so before we go any further We would like to take a minute to talk about our amazing sponsors, Fansets. These guys know what's up and they are killing it like all the time. They make pins and they sell those pins and you obsess over those pins. And they aren't just Trek. There's Scooby-Doo, Harry Potter, and of course, the art of Irwin Allen. If you are shopping and doing your thing and want a special 10% discount, you've come to the right place. Just type in REWIND in all caps at checkout and watch that 10% disappear. It's like magic. Don't forget... If you're in the U.S. and you spend more than $30, you will also get free shipping, right? And right now, there's like a contest that's happening. It's pretty (gasps) cool. They're giving listeners of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network the exclusive opportunity to help select the next pin in their Women of Trek collection. So when you go vote, you're entered into a drawing to win a Women of Trek master set and all that. And it's going on until April 1st. Go to trekgeeks.com slash vote and vote. That is awesome. So exciting. Yeah. Fansets. Our pins have character, and we thank our friends at Fansets for being the presenting sponsor of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Whoop, whoop. Thanks, Fansets. Very nice. Um, what's going on? Hi. Uh, so I got to tell you, hi, hi, first of all, you look beautiful. You look great. We both got our glasses on. <laughs> Aging. <laughs> We're doing it right. <laughs> doing it right and wearing glasses while we do it it's true 
nothing much is new with me except I took a full week off and I went snowshoeing at the Whistler Olympic Ski Park. We did not interact with anybody and I didn't suck at it. And then we went to the spa with outdoor baths, like hot and cold, and you were not allowed to talk outside. And there were these quiet serenity rooms and it was just so relaxing. And then we also put together um, 15 packages to give out to people on the street, including wool socks, bottle of water, heart-shaped chocolate, because it was around Valentine's Day, toothbrush and toothpaste, baby wipes, face mask, nature valley bars that'll crumble into a billion pieces, Nutrigrain bars, and finally, Mentos, the fresh maker. It was wow. really, yeah, I know. It was like, we were like, what do you want to do today? And I'm like, I kind of want to do something nice for someone else. Cause someone we know makes like a hundred sandwiches and gives them out. So yeah, we just like went to superstore um, and got all those things. And uh, we, we've been able to give out 13 of the 15 so far. Look at you. I know. I'm a nice person now. And as an FYI to our listeners who don't know, I used to be a huge bitch. And so I've spent a lot of time in the last handful of years trying to be a nice person. Um, And then also, like I said earlier, I found a new true crime channel on YouTube called That Chapter. My brother's awesome girlfriend told me about it one week ago, and I have watched over 99 episodes. (laughs) that's insane i'm like how many have i watched and i went into my youtube history and i was like oh no oh no oh my yeah yeah. how are you oh my god what the hell do i have to say for myself i got nothing good god damn it i mean i could talk to you about how i almost dislocated my middle finger by twisting it in a chain fence handle while the dog tried to pull me into the woods excitedly and i had to rip off that ring you gave me before my finger swole around it that was awesome um we got snow here so i did my own snowshoeing just up and down the goddamn driveway because when you live (laughs) in a cul-de-sac no one decides to like clean that out for the first couple of days that was awesome i bought on etsy this 1980s do you remember this is the kind of thing you would have seen at like san francisco the store oh my and, god like, i miss san francisco right? last and it the was past. those pictures that you put on the wall that you would plug in and it would be like a motion and so it's yeah. like a sunset and the water's like yeah. moving and it's for the tiki bar and i got that and it's oh really you awesome. got one that's so cool yeah and it has like the sound effect of ocean but it's because it's so old it just sounds like static like <sighs> <laughs> like, that's not really that relaxing um and i've become obsessed with a new show on netflix it's so cute it's like i'm not like a big sitcom fan like you know me i'm like give me the office give me parks and rec and then get the fuck out right superstore with really? america ferrera and the guy from kids in the hall and the guy from cloverfield <laughs> mark mc Kinney, I want to oh, say. Oh, Mark McKinney, right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the cutest little comedy, and it's funny, and it's, I really, really? highly recommend it. Yeah, she's adorable. The yeah. guy that she's, she's kind of the Pam, and there's a gym, but she's married, and there's like that flirting at work, and it's like they work in like a Walmart, but it's called Cloud yeah. Nine, and Mark McKinney's the awkward boss, and there's a woman who's very <laughs> much like a female Dwight or Ron Swanson, like by the book <laughs> rules, like it's good. A good cast of like side characters, the pregnant 17 year old, the, the guy in the wheelchair that's like super cool and hates that everyone wants him on the cover of the corporate magazine because he's the disabled guy. Oh, God. <laughs> like, the 99 yeah. year old little old lady that works there who can't really do anything. 
cute. Oh, that oh. sounds good. It keeps coming up as a recommendation. So I'll add it to my list. I am enjoying it. And I'm excited for um, The Walking Dead starts back up tonight. They're doing like an extended extra six episodes for the season. And then they'll film for their final, final season of the show. But there's already right. talk of a spinoff. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, Handmaid's Tale comes back pretty soon. I think in March or April. So I'm going to do a rewatch of that one. Yeah. I love that show. I love that show. It gets me so jacked up. I get so Me mad. too. It gets me so fucking I, mad. It's like Brad's like uncomfortable to be in the room if I'm watching it. I'm just like looking at him like. You should be. <laughs> Fuck you. And under your goddamn fucking eye. <laughs> How are you of Brad? <laughs> anyway. Um, and that's about all I got. I have been trying to find some new podcasts, but I haven't really been out with time to listen to podcasts. Instead, mm-hmm. I bought the soundtrack to Whiplash and I'm obsessed with it. And I'm obsessed oh. with that movie. And mm-hmm. that's my life now. And then, yeah, what have I got? I wrote some more notes. Outside my life, outside that, my life is pretty much the same thing every day. I wake up, play my video game while watching <laughs> global news. Apparently some douche said BC is the Florida of Canada regarding COVID. Thanks. <laughs> I work during the day. I walk the dog. I make dinner. I watch the news. I watch TV. I go to bed. Some nights I have popcorn. Oh, I went to Colonel's and I bought a popcorn bag with a handle. And that was amazing. And then I bought peanut buster bars from Dairy Queen. So I'm kind of in that zone right now where I'm like, I'm eating a lot of shit. (laughs) And uh, therefore I'm in a roller coaster of life where some weeks I'm super healthy and happy. And the next week it's a Bud Light and chicken wings in the bubble bath kind of night. (laughs) That sounds, you know what? Both of those are good. Yeah. Oh, I just start stirring a teacup. <laughs> feel about that? <laughs> Bursts of rage. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. not okay. <laughs> Remember how I said that I dislocated my finger because it got caught? Well, actually, what really happened was I just like yelled at somebody like, <laughs> "You said you can't reprint my receipt." <laughs> I want a second reprint. The things that we can complain. I want to be able to do a survey to say that this was great service so I could get a thousand dollar gift card to Walmart. Speaking of talking to uh, customer service reps. So I'm at the liquor store, of course, picking up some beer and wine and I have an LCBO bag. um, And the guy is going, Oh, that's from Ontario liquor store. And he goes, Oh, LCBO. I haven't seen one of those in a while. And I feel the need to explain myself. So I'm like, strap in guy. So it wasn't last year because last year was a total like write off for everyone. But the year before that, my parents who live here drove all the way across Canada. And have you ever seen that show Letter Kenny? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. So they sell poppers at the LCBO and I asked them to pick me up a six pack of poppers. I still have like two beers, two poppers. Anyway, so it came back in the LCBO bag and I still have it. He's like, yeah, I used to live in uh, Ontario. So, you know, it's just been a while. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Have a good day. Like, fuck, get out of there. There's a line up 20 people behind you. <laughs> Someone's like filming it for TikTok. This bitch is talking about puppers. Like, what the fuck? It's viral. Uh. Speaking of TikTok, have you heard of this this feta pasta? No. Get ready. What, what is this? Are Tell you ready me. for this? I, I don't know. Like, like I don't know. Casserole I think I'm ready. Dishes. Casserole dish? Yeah, you are. Casserole dish. Cherry tomatoes. Throw them in. I'm talking two pints. Olive oil. Unpeeled garlic cloves. Throw them in there. I sliced up some red onion. Peel them. Just peel them. It's not hard. You said unpeeled. I mean peeled. 
sorry, I've missed my wines and they're anyway. <laughs> I thought you were um, drinking Corona, sweetheart. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I will as you'll hear later, I have a debate with myself. <laughs> anyway. And then you put like a literal like block of feta cheese in the middle of that, more olive oil, salt, salt pepper, red pepper flakes, basil and oregano, pop it in the oven for like 35 minutes at 400 and it becomes this like creamy roasty sauce and then you mix it in with pasta it's so it's unreal and I like I so I have TikTok and I've been like looking at people making the pasta I'm like there's no fucking way it's that good like it's just feta and tomatoes I've made it twice in the last week which is like it's it's so tasty dude and I put some arugula on there just to like make mm. it healthy I love arugula me too um so anyway tiktok feta pasta google it they actually ran out of feta in finland because of- people were going so crazy yes. for it wow allegedly all right there you go yeah, that's a great one yeah. I like it sounds tasty we have a new section <laughs> Yeah. So strap in, folks, because this is not... <laughs> strap, strap on, folks. Stra- strap on, folks. This is not Star Trek related. Surprise! This <laughs> stems from when I sent you via text or something, um, a thing I saw, I think it was BuzzFeed? Or it was some site like that where people were, like, confessing all the shit that happened to them while working at Victoria's Secret. And I was like, hold my beer, bitches. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> we did our time. <laughs> Five yeah. to ten. <laughs> Lockdown raw and fucking Lacenza, Canada's Victoria's Secret. May it rest in peace. It's not nearly what it was. No. Either way, um, we saw some shit. You want to talk about past trauma? <laughs> We've got some stuff to say. So we thought we'd break People this should... down as like a new corner. Panty bar. I like it. The panty Have a drink bar. At the panty bar. Plus, um, we met there mm-hmm. working. Like 15 so, years ago, I think, right. or more, 20 years ago. 20 years, 20 years. Jesus Christ. God, we're old. It's 2021. When did that happen? I just want to catapult you back to oh. us sitting at Christie's carriage house, fucking hammered. A carriage house. It's- so we're going 1547. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and, and it's like November and we're, we're both in government oh, and you're like, I wonder if we could be hired on as like temporary employees just for Christmas at Lacenza. Like, and it's the most maddening time of the year. Oh. And, and you called our old boss to see if it would happen and she didn't answer. And I was she like, didn't work there anymore. Yeah. And like the next day we're both like, thank God. I know. I could barely talk with my mouth full of Cajun fries and gravy. And <laughs> geez, this is... This is why the body is the way it is. Good, good nights, good memories. So, so for Lysenza Corner, I was like, let's do some top three lists because yeah. that could roll into some good conversation. And so my first for you is top three most annoying products they try to make us sell and deal with at the store. What are yours? Chocolate body paint. <laughs> I don't think that was real chocolate. They all tasted the same because we sampled <laughs> them. There was a purple yeah. label, a red label, a pink label, and like a yeah. salmon colored. And it wasn't salmon flavored, but and the little brushes that are like the dollar store brushes, <laughs> so and they bad. would leak. And we had like a what looked like a, a tear thing going on, like you'd have like a cake at a wedding, but it was all the yeah. bottles of it that was crap. Just bottles and bottles. Were oh. you there when that woman? Okay, so no. So <laughs> one day, <laughs> just working at Lucenza, 
and this precarious tiered chocolate body paint stand. This is big. There's like 250 bottles on this thing. Oh, yeah. And there was a woman um, browsing in her electric wheelchair. And, And all of a sudden I hear this beep. Beep, beep. And I'm going, oh, ma'am. And, you know, she's getting closer. I'm like, this bitch is going to run into this. I'm like, beep, ma'am, beep, ma'am. Excuse me, sorry, ma'am. And she fucking hits it. Shit spills everywhere. Because the glass is so cheap and it just breaks. And we have carpet. Carpetless. That carpet saw some shit. Literally. Oh, I didn't see it there. Uh, Yeah, that's okay. I'm like spending the rest of the shift cleaning up broken glass and chocolate body paint. She didn't even buy anything. (laughs) Did she have mirrors all up around her thing? She definitely did. I'm like, do you know what you're, what are you even doing in here? Our age demographic is... 15 to 23. (laughs) So that's number one. Number two was the edible massage oil. Did you find that it tasted like burning? (laughs) Why is it spicy? (laughs) (laughs) Again, these leak like a, like a, or Ziploc bag, <laughs> like, and there was, I think, two flavors spicy, <laughs> an original recipe, maybe, like extra crispy. I don't know. And they just were like, it was like sticky KY or something, and it, it was, was supposed so- to be massage oil. And it's like, don't, and it's not that kind of oil, it's massage. Oh, oh, and never it used was- it, it was just those samples no. to try it. Oh man, oh, that was great. Uh- they had some real uh, adventures there trying to try out new products. We The, the store has, a, well, it's changed. I was going to say it's evolved, but they sell pasties now. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> this would look horrible. Um, and lastly, the third item I put was, remember when they decided to sell panties that had like a little teeny pocket in the front with one of those little things that played music, like you'd press it and <laughs> all the songs that you could imagine sexy lingerie would play it was tequila <laughs> like what and so those little things would pop out and people would step on you hear a crunch like is that cheerios it's like no that's just the, the listening devices that were implanting it. oh don't put it in the don't put it in the washer oh my god what were we thinking oh man what were the The, most annoying products that you felt that they had to deal with are we okay so i'm crying so we had what headquarters told us were extremely expensive scented beads (laughs) that we had to put in customers bags it came from a small village and turkey that i know bring them out once every six months so handle with care yeah and and so we were supposed to put like a sprinkle in each customer's bag so their purchase smelled good and apparently like a five pound bag of these scented beads were like three hundred dollars or something and the customers fucking knew it we were only allowed to put in a little like a teeny sprinkle of these beads but everyone always asked for more and they were always leaving the store mad when we wouldn't give them more but I don't know if you were there that day, 
but the girls who were working um, and I, when we sold jewelry for that small amount of time <laughs> um, in those jewelry boxes, I, we filled up those, those cardboard boxes and then put tape around them and then just like jabbed a bunch of holes in the top. And I still have my box and it still smells. If you've tuned in right now, this is a weird, awkward time. Um, (laughs) But it still has the aroma. Like it's Mm -hmm. still nice, Mm -hmm. but I was just like, fuck you. Because when they sold the little sachets for a while that had them in there, they had a little Ziploc and there was like a baby blue pink little squares and they were like 1999 they were like expensive totally and then we had the paper bag ma- sachets it would match the sleep shirts like chicky or whatever that yes. golden yellow bird was and you'd get little yeah. sachets and and oh, that place nice. used to be awesome you know, I know. Blazers, and then it would be like nice it was a nice store yeah be- you actually had to wear a blazer and like nice pants and nice shoes like clothes to shoes i, think I saw a girl wearing lingerie last time i went into one of them oh they're like encouraged and like we weren't allowed to show like we had to basically wear a t-shirt underneath um number two um annoying products to try and deal with Motherfucking strapless bras and the bitches who would come in an hour before their sister's wedding and they need one now. Oh, oh, and not just the strapless bras, but like the sticker stickers. Yeah, those were those never sat nice on a on a shelf because they're like these awkward plastic packaging, and then it would be like this weird like if you're an A cup, you can buy one and get away with it. basically just going to cover any like nips from showing through <laughs> something sheer right like that's basically yeah. all it's going to do if you're like us and you're rocking multiple letters <laughs> it's like if it's the power of three you 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 use duct tape yes and you wrap it around and do serious skin damage to yourself you do not yes. buy a strapless fucking bra that's I right. not wear a strapless bra no i can't anyway blech. anyway and then number three, add-ons. When a customer wanted to try something on, we were supposed to grab other shit and give it to them that, so they would try it on and they might buy it. Oh, hi, you're here for a very specific reason. Here are some capri pants and a tank top that's not your style at all. Mm. Like, uh, it's just, it was so uncomfortable. Yeah. And or yeah. yeah, those are just some sticks. of them. Yeah. All right. Tune in next week when we'll talk about our most memorable customers, our top three. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So Ugh. we talked about lots of stuff. What's the time? <laughs> oh, I'm not recording. <laughs> that joke is old. It's not. <laughs> um, we, we, did, we, did a, we did a thing. This was recommended by somebody. Somebody awesome told us to watch Attached. And I was really excited Time, to watch next it. Next generation, Star Trek Next Generation, because that's what this podcast yeah. is about. That's congrats. That's um yeah. So you got to do the synopsis. Sino- 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 uh, I'm I'm trying synopsis. to do like a synopsis. An synopsis. Um for a start, I just got to take a wee. All right. Okay. I'll be right back. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? I was born ready. (laughs) Okay. Suit up. We have catapulted into season seven to episode eight, Attached. Frakes is in the director chair and we're ready to tackle the elephant in the holodeck. (laughs) 
<laughs> Good one. Thanks. The Enterprise arrives at a planet. Hold on. They're talking to the Kess. Mm-hmm. Like Kess? Kess? Mm-hmm. Like Kess from Voyager? It's not mm-hmm. them. No? Mm-hmm. Okay. Choose your Okapa. <coughs> oh, her name oh, was Kess. Her name was Kess. All right. Cut to Crusher and Picard having the biggest fruit bowl I've ever seen, <laughs> including some sort of bell pepper from their usual breakfast. Beverly is bitching about Nurse Ogawa being late and calls Picard out on him not listening. He's like, yeah, I'm not. So what? Uh, it is 1993 in Earth time, and whoever is doing Crusher's makeup is finally doing it decently. The lipstick is still a smidge too dark, but who am I to judge? The two races on the planet, guess what? Don't get along. Oh Riker says, I know. Riker says the ambassador of the planet is ready to meet. Picard says, thanks for breakfast. And you know, it's not the first time he said that. Hey, oh. Worf transports Crusher and Picard <laughs> to the ambassador's office or whatever. The receiving party says they don't arrive. Theme song. What does it mean to boldly go? Don't they mean baldly go? That's <laughs> because he's got no hair. He's bald. Anyway. Uh. Picard wakens in a human hamster cage or something. It looks like wood shavings are on the ground. <laughs> Picard, <laughs> Crusher is knocked out and he wakes her. She's like, the fuck? Picard has an implant glued to his neck, <laughs> connected directly to the brainstem. Crusher does too. Their captors, the Prit, enter and scan them. They don't like the idea of Starfleet joining in a, in a military alliance with the Kess. Picard's like, bitch, your intel is straight up wrong. On the Enterprise, Data says nothing's wrong with the transporter. What? Anti-graviton particles are detected and David, uh, David, Data suggests <laughs> that they might be a result of a tractor beam. I'd be pur- pretty curious to see how that works, honestly. Think of all the shit in space that they encounter and transporters work fine. Radiation, aliens, meteors, etc. On the planet, a guard places a plate of food down like it's a bomb. <laughs> Beverly <laughs> lifts it up, and it's her tricorder, and it works. A map has been added to it. She and Picard posit that the guard is working undercover for the cast. They open the door to the hamster cage, and there are more wood shavings in the hallway, so the print are just dirty people. <laughs> <laughs> The ambassador comes to the ship and is like, shit, sorry, guys, about this. uh, Don't know how to to actually connect with the Prit. Troy's nails are gorgeous. Check them out at 10 minutes, 7 seconds. She's like, surely you have the means of communications with the Prit. And the ambassador is like, don't call me Shirley. The ambassador's aide looks like Ross from Friends if he were better looking and had a weird line going up from his forehead into his hairline. Sorry, David Schwimmer. However, in terms of success, David did have much better success with Friends and later with Band of Brothers or the Pacific or whatever series that was. The actor who played the ambassador's aide also played loud guy in the movie playing chicken. Coffee delivery man from the series Heroes. Man from the series The Loop. And jogging officer from a movie called The Colony. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) I know. What a resume. Beverly and Picard make their way to a cave with a bunch of fire farts. Yeah, that's what I meant. He's like, can we get out of here? And he hears her telepathically say, I think so. He goes, what? And she's like, what? I didn't say anything. They escape a giant fire fart in the nick of time. (laughs) 
The Enterprise is fucking lambasted for trying to use a communication channel not permitted by those other than the print. They're like, quit trying to talk to us. We will blow you up if you don't. Worf is like, they could maybe blow a kiss at us, but otherwise they pose no threat. (laughs) On the planet, Beverly and Jean-Luc realize they can hear each other's thoughts. She's like, what am I thinking? And he goes, I don't know. And then she thinks it's just a fluke. In reality, they both know she was thinking purple monkey dishwasher. That's from The Simpsons. Oh my God, there's one of those things where you can touch it and your hair goes up, a globe thingy <laughs> with a lightning inside. Yes. You can get it from Spencer's Gifts. Spencer's <laughs> Gifts, mostly dildos and a couple things you will enjoy while high. <laughs> <laughs> the place to go for any St. Patrick's needs. <laughs> oh my God. Spencer's Gifts, mostly dildos. Picard Offensive t shirts. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and like Nightmare Before Christmas. It's like our poor man's <laughs> hot topic. Yes. Oh, sans Disney. Picard uh, has his pants tucked in his boots, but Crusher doesn't. Why? <laughs> <laughs> they argue we about the clusters. You're lucky that we have a special guest today. It was the costume designer from this episode. <laughs> Haley, we introduced to you. <laughs> we well, tracked him down. <laughs> They argue about clusters in consciousness, scattered minutiae, flotsam that muddies people's thoughts. They both feel nauseous at the same time when they try to put distance between each other. Picard's three o'clock shadow makes an appearance. Crusher also notices by recounting a story about an old flame whose beard make her ask, is that a beard or is your face dirty? <laughs> mm, <laughs> Good one. So cute. They spot a guard on top of a ridge. Picard suggests to run for the border, which is protected by a force field, which they'll deal with when they get there. (laughs) Good plan. (laughs) Like, speaking like I would do any better, I'd be in the fetal position immediately, still in the hamster cage. Back on the ship, the Spencer's Gifts orb is still on point. (laughs) The ambassador is being all paranoid that the captain and doctor are meeting with the Prit to set up a military operation. It's like, dude, chill. Riker is offended, but says, fuck that shit. You believe what you want. Bye, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Crusher and Picard are sitting around a fire. There's no known food available. They start to bicker about their silent thoughts. Picard is like, I like coffee and croissant. And Beverly is like, fuck you. I tried to open you up to some other things, but I also like coffee and croissant. So okay, then we don't have to have weird meals for breakfast. At the same time, they say, I love firelight. Who doesn't? Maybe other than someone who is exposed to a traumatic fire event. <laughs> could probably cut that. <laughs> When she starts to talk about her ex-husband, Jack, she stops and says she feels Picard's jealousy. I didn't know you felt that way, didn't you? He asked. I didn't know how strongly you felt. Why didn't you ever tell me you were in love with me? Cue me as a nine-year-old kid, eyes brimming with tears, and hope that I would ever have someone feel this way about me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, awkward. I know, I'm like... (laughs) Picard said he couldn't have acted on it ever before or after Jack's death. Beverly understood now that his hesitation about bringing her on the ship seven years ago was about that. But as time moved on, 20 years, his feelings changed. She's like, okie dokie, I'm going to go to bed just over here in a position where you can spoon me. 
And he lays on his back next to her with his head mere inches from the flames and boiling hot rocks. And we cut to the ship. This part is a little less interesting. So basically a prit guard comes on board and there's a lot of bullshit conversation based on misinformation. On the <laughs> on the planet, Picard takes a tumble down a hill and I laugh. <laughs> Back on the ship, Riker is trying to mediate. He threatens the Prit with a full review and investigation of the planet if Picard and Crusher aren't sent home safely. Picard and Crusher reach the border in the force field. A small opening allows Crusher to push Picard through it before it closes. Oh, and apparently Crusher also somehow gets back. <clears throat> Walking through the halls of the ship, Riker is escorting Picard and Crusher is confused when they start sharing a laugh. Oh, Riker escorting Picard and Crusher is confused when they start sharing a laugh about an unspoken joke. The next scene is Picard and Crusher having a nightcap and Crusher looking fine AF in a velvet bodysuit and fancy ass skirts. She says she heard Picard's dreams the night before. They banter a bit. He takes her hand and asks what they should do. He sits next to her. Oh my God. She moves in for a kiss and goes for the cheek. He says they shouldn't be afraid of exploring their feelings, but she says maybe they should be. And they do a peck on the lips and we are all left unfulfilled. Mm. Well done. My favorite part is the reference to Spencer gifts. (laughs) Spencer gifts, mostly dildos and some stuff that you'll enjoy while high. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of a lot of uh, marijuana leaf giant tall hats and flags like um black light posters and yard drinks like they have in vegas so weird and yeah it, yeah anyway that store mm-hmm. what'd you think uh, about this episode here are my thoughts on the episode point form <gasps> my favorite form i found the storyline away from bacard and crusher to be boring as The ambassador, as seen in Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, was creepy. (laughs) I liked Riker's speech, telling it like it is at the end. Mm -hmm. It was just good. I love watching Gates McFadden move. Dancers have such poise and hypnotic body movements, in my opinion. Agree. I would hate to be attached to anyone because my inner thoughts are horrid. (laughs) Oh, no. They totally telepathically banged when they went to sleep by the fire. There's no way they weren't having thoughts during that awkward exchange. (gasps) Thank you for pointing that out, that they banged by the fire. Totally new concept of head banging. Oh, my God. This ain't no Metallica concert. (laughs) um i and then i didn't finish watching it the very end i was just kind of like oh there's yeah there's you know we've done that with a a few episodes it's like oh then i stopped watching and i started making dinner um i felt so i i kind of felt like this episode is sort of like a reflection of the real world of social media and that like we have this desire to share every thought and feeling and idea and concern and meal and vacation and it's Mm -hmm. like You know, I just, I don't, it's safe. We should consider what is sacred to ourselves and keep things to ourselves. And like when that's kind of given up, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but like, I, you know, I gave my thoughts during the synopsis, I think. Well, I think what you're, what you're pointing out is a good point of people don't want to deal with their own personal thoughts. So they stroll on the internet, looking at other people's personal thoughts to avoid their own. People yeah. like a distraction. 
Yeah. And, um, you know, I had high hopes for Crusher and Picard kind of to get together after this episode. Yeah. But I mean, they do later. Is they have Renee. They have Renee. The final episode where they're bouncing all over time, they were divorced. <gasps> right. That's right. God, this is such a good series. Um, fast facts. Yeah, let's do this. Okay. How fast are they? One. Beverly reveals that the Earth's world. Fast fact. Beverly reveals that Earth's world government was created in 2150. I don't I don't think we're on the trajectory for that. The first two episodes of this season was written by uh, the first two episodes this season written by Nick Sagan, son of the famous sci-fi author and my hero, Carl Sagan, and future writer for Star Trek Voyager. Um, <clears throat> uh, the other TNG episode that Nick wrote was uh, Bloodlines. Ooh, that's very cool. It is cool. What I a like, writer. I like that. Carl Sagan's awesome. Oh, You're shit. awesome. Who the... Ice cream man. All right, where were we? I'm not. I'm not though. <clears throat> okay, we were doing um fast pack. So in the oh, in an escape and evade situation, it is unwise in the extreme to light a campfire, as it's light that can be seen at a very great distance. Picard would surely know this and would have avoided having an open fire. Dude. Well, and like seriously, he was laying his bald head down like inches <laughs> from those rocks have got to be on they're like emanate anyway. And his eyes were wide it's, open. It was creepy. Yeah, it's a show. This is the last episode of the series to feature Picard's jacket uniform variant. Ugh, to that end, Picard is seen discarding the jacket in the cave. Aww. When Dr. Crusher and Captain Picard are running down the hill, being chased by soldiers in the last 10 minutes of the episode, you can clearly see, and I saw this, that Gates McFadden <gasps> is wearing shoes with cleats rather than the standard issued Starfleet boots. Once the characters are on ground level, again, she's wearing the regular boots. Well, at least she's doing her own stunts. Mm, running down a hill. That a girl. Uh, fast fact. It is learned in this episode that Beverly and Picard have known each other for 20 years. Oh, my God. Just like us. <gasps> Truth. Mm. Happy anniversary. I love you. Beverly says the telepathic implants are connected directly to the brain stem. But Lauren said, who the hell's Lauren? But Lauren says Ambassador? they're connected. Okay, yeah, that's right. Says they're connected to the cerebral cortex. Given the localization of function in the human brain, an implant in the cerebral cortex would be more intuitive. The superficial location of the implants would suggest connection to the brainstem, which is a prime spot for inducing nausea. This ambiguity in neuroanatomy, neuroanatomy, technobabble, continues a Star Trek tradition of referring to the brain as a cerebral cortex, even though it's just one, albeit large, area of the brain. True. When Riker goes to the quarters assigned to Morik, he sees all kinds of equipment that Morik has set up for mm. security reasons. Right. I'm talking Spencer's gifts. How did Morik get the equipment onto the Enterprise? It would have had to be approved to be brought aboard either by mm-hmm. transporter or shuttle. So truth, truth, truth. Figure it out. Continuity error. Oh my God. As Crusher and Picard each take several steps away from each other to see if that decreases their psychic link, they both become very nauseous, but feel better when they get back together. After Crusher scans them both and finds nothing wrong, she takes only a couple of steps before they get sick again? What? (sighs) All right, would you rather? What a goof. What a goofballs. 
Would you rather be attached to the traveler who has really perverted <laughs> thoughts about you or be attra- attached to Troy who is super judgy and mean? Okay, so I think we all know that we hate the traveler and it would be <laughs> awful to be uh, attached to him, especially if he has perverted thoughts because you wouldn't be able to physically get away from him because you would feel sick and I would definitely want to. I can deal with a bitchy Troy. I'd just be a bitch right back. So. Cheers. I'm I'm in there with you. Okay, good one. Good one. Good one. Would you rather have coffee and croissant with Picard every morning or bacon and eggs with Jordy? Bacon and eggs. Yeah. Number one. Low carb. Two, learn about engineering things. Three, his voice. Four, he's the coolest. Totally. You? He would be so peppy in the morning, I bet. It would just I be know. like I'm awake and this is a great day. I just feel like that's I think I feel like that would be LeVar Burton too. I want to have breakfast with LeVar Burton. God, me too. Ah, read the newspaper to me. This is great. I want to see that smile. Yeah. He's just got such a happy vibe. Yeah, he does, and mm-hmm. such a calm, calming voice. Like I told you, I listened to his sleep podcast, mm-hmm. and it's just like, even the way he starts it, he's just like, take a deep breath and Ugh. begin. There you go. And you're just like, I'm in it. Totally. That's, That's brilliant. Said. So see it or skip it. Dan said, see it. I have always thought this was a great episode to show the closeness of Picard and Crusher and both actors play their roles very well in this episode. Bill also said, see it. Look at this. Although the aliens are totally unbelievable. <laughs> y'all, this episode is just wonderful for both Gates and Patrick. There is so much here and it's beautiful. These are some of their best scenes together, in my opinion. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, see it. Um, and I said, I wrote that when I'm like, I hadn't even watched it. I'm like, see it. And I haven't even rewatched it yet. But I will I admit that I found it a little bit more boring as an adult. Um, it, 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 but still see it. It's still cute. It's got its moments. I like that history, but I was kind of like, Meh, I was bored. Yeah. Yeah. Um, agree. I think see it for sure. It has its place in season seven. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just wish that there was, yeah, the side story was mm. very typical, like yeah, story, like just we got to do something. So let's just have people fighting and trying to get into Starfleet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, we did it. Good one. We can now detach ourselves. Ow, oh, the- I don't feel well. Oh, what is that? Onion rings? Um, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> What's for dinner tonight? Tell me. I am making cast iron pizza. Have you made? No. Wow. Okay. Uh, Get ready. It will change your life. Um, Basically, you just make a pizza, put it in a cast iron frying pan, you put it in the oven, and it makes the crust all super crispy and delicious. And then, um, yeah, the rest of the ingredients are done. And then I'm making a kale Caesar salad to go with it. Unbelievable. John's here, so we had the uh, feta TikTok pasta last night, and nice. uh, and a lot of lentil soup. I'll tell you what, and um, that was good. And so pizza tonight. I'm gonna do some al pastor tacos probably sometime this week. Real lovely pineapple with it, and some uh, deconstructed niçoise salad. Yeah, fantastic. A two. Oh my god! Tonight we are making burgers with red barn bacon and portofino brioche buns and waffle fries on the side that's gonna be 
amazing. Um, we have some really good spicy Italian sausage to use at some point. So we might make homemade pizzas and we have stuff to make some really good fajitas probably sometime this week. We've got some pieces of fish. Oh, we got lots of stuff in the, we have some pierogies maybe. I don't know. Who knows? We're just going to do our thing. This was fun. And I get to see you next week. I can't fucking wait to see you in person. I know we're not allowed to hug. I'm going to hug you. I'll Mm -hmm. just put, turn my head. It'll Mm -hmm. be fine. I'm going to cough directly into your face. Do it. I'm going to spit in your mouth. Um, (laughs) In a nice way. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to close this out. Do it. If you like podcasts, you should check out the other stuff on the network. Go to trekgeeks.com. There's a blue button also. You can like leave messages and shit. <laughs> Dare you to do it. There's uh, also links to Patreon on there. And there's links to like other shows like Five Air Mission. And they're the guys that do all the awesome music that you're listening to right now. So thank you. And thank you to Fansets. And thank you, Lord Baby Jesus. Look for us on Twitter at Trek Rewind. Or check out our Starfleet LinkedIn profiles. We're available to serve on your ship. Anytime.